I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song start the show with something fun okay we haven't done it in a while we haven't done something fun in a while (laughs) yes what is fun (laughs) i feel like f is for friends that do stuff together but what was you uh i think it's you and me oh yeah and n is for um anywhere anywhere anytime um, anytime at all yeah okay yeah right here in our usual best studio (laughs) So I feel like we do fun all the time. No, we haven't done um, a baby's first in a while. Oh, that's true. So I have a baby's first that okay, I wanted that's fun. to share. Lyra and I were doing role play. Role, role play, you say? And um, we we're doing some hypno stuff, mm-hmm. which um, is a fun thing to explore with your partner. For sure. Uh, I won't get into it a lot, but... Um, I felt like the I heard the groans of our audience. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like, like I, I heard them cosmically. Why aren't you talking about the hypno? <laughs> uh, anyway, the prompt for this hypno was mm-hmm. that I would do anything basically to get Lyra's like approval. Okay, that's fun. Um, and I'm sure the way that she intended this was uh, for me to humiliate myself, for me to mm-hmm. embarrass myself, for me to really really debase myself Mm -hmm. for this scene to obtain the approval right that makes sense i could see that lens like i could understand unfortunately for her (laughs) (laughs) i know her too well okay so my my efforts to get her approval were not uh Letting her baby me and doing these embarrassing things. Okay. Instead, I put her in a diaper. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to put you in a diaper. And she's like, Wait, uh, what? She's like, yeah, all right, let's see where this goes kind of thing. And yep. so I put her in a diaper and I'm like, and the, the end culmination of this entire endeavor mm-hmm. was me leaning in and whispering in her ear, I'm going to dress you up in the cutest little baby girl clothes. I'm going to parade you around in front of all of our friends, like the little baby girl you are. And then we're going to come back upstairs and just before bed, I'm going to pull out your phone and we're going to do the New York Times crossword. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And that, that that was what did it. That was your internal schema of what would make Lyra approve? What would get me her approval? So Degrading (laughs) her and turning her into a helpless baby. Showing her off to everyone and doing the New York Times crossword. Yeah. Uh, What a beautiful combination of things. She was this blushy little mess after all that. So um, it basically was me doming her with the New York Times crossword. (laughs) I love this idea. I love this so much. I love... I love the idea of hypnosis backfiring like that. Like, I don't have a ton of experience with hypno stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've read about it in a million stories and everything. 
this is such a fun concept. This is such a fun, like, like reversal of, of the tropes. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, I love that. I went into it being like, oh, I'm so excited to be baby. I'm so excited to, like, do all these embarrassing, blushy things. Blah, blah, blah. Nope. And, uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. I love That's that. not what happens. That's incredible. I think I think this is a good general warning to all would-be hypno hypnotists listening to the show. Your mileage may vary. Oh yeah, <laughs> be careful with what you're asking. It's for. like a it's like a genie wish situation. Oh yeah, you could wind up with a monkey paw. <laughs> yeah, this could end with you in a diaper, but maybe maybe that's your goal. Maybe that's your goal. Could be. I'll say liar had a good time <laughs> okay but what was better was it the diaper or the crossword i honestly think it was a mixture of both <laughs> like i can baby her sure mm-hmm. but like the new york times crossword oh yeah i will say uh i am a big fan of the the crossword do you know why hmm. i'm really into language play and the crossword, the New York Times crossword, is a whole other language. Oh, it, it sure is. is. It, is ta- it takes English, and then it just like forks it forty-five degrees and just oh, goes yeah. away with it. No, hundred like, percent. People the, will be the doing crossword that. is its own language. I know. I'll watch you and you like, have to learn the translation. It's upsetting. I watch you and I do it, and you'll be like, "Oh, this random phrase that means like I win, I win," and I'm like, "What do you? What do you? Why? Why would that make sense?" And then you get it right, and I'm like. I, 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 I'm too, I'm, I'm obviously too little to understand yeah, this. Yeah, you have to learn <laughs> the rules when you're doing crosswords. Oh. It's, it's a whole experience. Wow. Okay, do you want to start the show? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the usual about Nate's Not Page Play Discussion Podcast. Every week we make about the loser is in diapers for the next episode. I am the baby sister and counter extraordinaire, Sophie E. Elizabeth. I'm the bittersweet big sister, Chloe Elizabeth. Bittersweet? Why? I've been on a real win streak lately. Except for that one loss. (laughs) I could have been having like a a a celebratory lap here as I as I close the gap in our in our who's who's won the most, who's lost, etc. I catch up to your lead. I could be going like I'm gonna win the whole year, I'm gonna take it all, but no. I lost a random one in the middle. It doesn't it doesn't even feel good. It feels it feels bittersweet. Like, yay, I won. But what's the point? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Chloe, you can just tank this week's bet if you want. It'll be like, what do you like more? Underwear or diapers? And you can say underwear or something. You're so right. I could do that. Do we okay, I, I don't have anything to talk about. I I'm not I I, I don't have an agenda. I do. You do, good. Because my board's about. wiped clean. Okay. I have this feeling in my stomach of like, you know that feeling you get when you're not sure if you're really hungry or not hungry at all? Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. That is also, in my body, how anxiety manifests. Okay, I, I get that. I mean, my anxiety manifests a lot in like my arms. Like, I in get your like a... arms? Uh-huh. Uh, it's... What? What? Oh. Wait, hold, wait a second. No, wait, we're, we're no, wait, no, stop, hold on. Wait a second, wait a second, wait, wait. Yeah. What? Okay, I feel like prickly or cold or like goosebumpy and stuff. And I'll like, I'll, I'll feel like, uh, like any contact or like 
air or anything like oh. like it feels bad and so like I wear I wear hoodies I wear like like jackets and I cover up and if I'm really really anxious I'll like I'll like pull the sleeves down okay. and like bundle no, listen, up and stuff. I kind of get you. Yeah. I'm the same way about with being depressed. Like when I'm depressed I get oh. I get kind of like cold and my arms get goosebumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Um but anxiety for me is that feeling like of, stomach of feeling. did I eat recently? Okay. Am I going to pass out? It's like that moment before, like a hypoglycemic episode. Yeah, I don't have familiarity with that oh. because I don't have that. Okay. Anyway, that's a feeling that I'm feeling today. Okay. Why is that? So, what has me so anxious right now is there's a lot of drama in our community. Yeah. And I, there's, there's, a there's lot. probably always been a lot of drama in our community. I don't know if it's just that now I'm in, I'm at the forefront of this, um, that it is in my face a little bit more because it's affecting people that are close to me, or maybe I, I'm, I'm more invested in the community than I was. I think it's because maybe we're more interconnected as a community. It, like Maybe. It's just that there's so, there's so much that I see that makes me so unhappy because of the way people in our community are tearing each other down oh, instead yeah. of building each other up. And like like everyone outside the community is, is, has a great time tearing us down. So like Yeah, we, do, we don't need to be doing this to ourselves. <laughs> that job's already filled. Like We got it. It's covered. The role is, we've slotted some people in there. <laughs> they're locked in. They're, they're having in. a great they're, time. They're doing great. We don't need to replace them. You don't have to be the, the they, person. That... They actually don't need help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're doing, they're doing great. They make us feel terrible all the time. Yeah, so like maybe, 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 maybe we don't help them. Right. <laughs> Um, and like as a show, our show hasn't really gone into this. Yeah, we haven't dove, dived, divin, dove, pirouetted, pirouetted. We haven't pirouetted into this topic before because we like to be a very optimistic show. We like to be a sanctuary from this stuff. We want to give you spoons. When you listen to the show. We want to be light and fluffy. You're having a bad day. You put us on on the way home after work. Like you could be doing right now. I see you. And then you feel better. (laughs) It's so easy to be negative about things. And our show has always had a message of, well, we want to find the positives in it. We want to lift things up. We want to acknowledge the good and not give as much attention to the bad. Because the bad will find a way of getting its attention. We, We don't need to be the the crusaders like pushing that on all of you and i actually i think that that's like a really good example of things like i think there's two ways people can combat badness and one of them is to crusade and fight and kick and stuff and the other is just to really promote goodness and positivity and we choose the latter i understand the need for both of these groups of people i understand the need to be aggressive and loud and make something known because that's how you get in the public eye and that's sure. how you make you know significant change and I, I get it but it's so aimless and so okay you know let me let me just reframe here I'm okay. gonna that dial back and I'm gonna put all this stuff into a little box I love that the way that we interact with each other in this community mm-hmm. sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, 
is done in such an ineffective way. Okay, yeah. That I'm going to pull back to this a lot, the idea of efficacy. Mm-hmm. When you make call-out posts online or when you when you make a video and tear people tear down. people down when you say someone's name and then they're bad they mm-hmm. they they're they did this bad thing when you write like a, a twitter novel full of screenshots like it's ineffective mm-hmm it, it, it is, it is, that's I think the most potent thing to say there. It's ineffective. It is not what, going to have the result that you're hoping for. What change are you creating? What, what's your goal? What's the point? When you're mad at someone, when someone hurts you, which is a part of life as mm-hmm. people do, what do you want from that? What's the next step? I think a lot of people just get angry and so they want to they want to fight back and you know what that's fine if you want to be angry and you want to fight i don't think that's a bad thing i think that you should respect your emotions i think that if you're upset about something if someone hurts you or makes you mad then acting on that sadness and anger is is a good thing but there's constructive effective ways of doing that mm-hmm. i want to talk about a core principle in being upset with someone i don't care if this is anger i don't care if this is frustration or sadness or i don't care how what method you are hurt in just upset you interpret these actions based on locus of control the, the what? <laughs> That's an internal locus of control or an external locus of control. Okay. I'm going to walk you through a thought experiment. Okay. When you are driving your car mm-hmm. um, and someone cuts you off. I get the quick and immediate urge to to ride ride their bottoms super close and flash my lights at them and be like, ah, angry at them. So- I have done it in the past. I am not blameless. <laughs> When you do, I try not to do it. When you do this, mm-hmm. you are understandably frustrated. Frustration is a response to an obstacle in your path. When someone cuts you off, this unexpected thing puts you at risk for a second. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense for you to be angry. This is totally reasonable. But here's the question. Why do you think they did that? So there's what's two, your what's your yeah yeah there are two, two there are two there's responses two. Here. this is that spectrum I was talking about what is your initial instinct my initial instinct is they're a bad person they're selfish and they're being a jerk and they're a bad driver and they should get off the road and learn to drive yes that's my my knee jerk is that and I and now, should now, show them I think that by tailgating them <laughs> <laughs> again I have done it I'm not blameless. Let's reverse the situation. Okay. I, Someone else is driving. Yeah. You have to merge over. You cut them off. I'm stressed out. I'm going to miss my exit. I have to merge. If I don't if I don't merge now, I'll miss my exit, and then I'll be lost, and my phone's dead, and I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Okay. So I have to get my exit. Now let me explain the difference between those two things. Mm -hmm. The first one is internal locus of control. Mm -hmm. That is where you blame the other driver for their character. Yes. It is not a matter of circumstance. It is not an extrinsic event. It is not. It is something that they did because of who they are internally. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, when it is you in this situation, you say, well, it's because... There are extenuating circumstances. There are all these circumstances. <laughs> all of these external things were uh, affecting this moment that I made this decision. Yeah. And okay. that's why I did this. The reason why this is, is because it's very easy to remember and figure out and feel how you feel. Yeah. You are you. It's so easy for you to see how I you mean. feel and look at all the variables and say, well, obviously it wasn't me that did this. It was the circumstance that did mm -hmm. this. But it's not easy for you to be someone else. It's not easy for you to imagine yourself in that person's shoes, in that car, and why they did what they did. Mm -hmm. Your initial reaction is based on your personal experience because your experience was you got cut off. Yeah, I'm that, angry about that's, it. That's that's your experience, and it's it's not it's not easy or automatic. Oh, sure, it's an automatic <laughs> to think about the world from their lens. Mm -hmm. It's really really hard. Yep. It is hard to get cut off and go. And sometimes, sometimes it's not even just about like taking that breath and like thinking about, oh, why did they do that and stuff. Sometimes I, I like it's important for me to think about like, hey, even if they're a selfish, bad person, like tailgating them is not going to do anything about it. Like I should just assume they had a good reason and then not tailgate them. I think in those situations, your anger is justified. Mm -hmm. I think that it makes sense to be angry because something happened that, you know, interrupted your life in a yeah. way you didn't want or expect. And it makes sense to be angry. And I'm not saying don't feel angry. When someone on the internet says something mean or stupid about you, mm -hmm. you have every right to be angry. Of course. But let me tell you what you shouldn't do. You shouldn't attribute their actions to their character. You shouldn't say, well, that is because they are this way. Mm -hmm. Doing so is a direct attack on who they are. And the reasons that they did what they did, which you clearly are ignoring or unable to, you know, experience or, or, or don't observe, even want to acknowledge. Yeah. Those come back tenfold for that person and say, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. That thing you said is wrong because of all of these things. Now that you did that, you must be so judgmental. You must be so like flippant with your with your thoughts and feelings mm -hmm. that you just you just blame me for this. And then this this creates this horrible cycle. And it, it is absolutely a cycle. Let me tell you, when I tailgate the person in the other car who cut me off. When you respond to that call-out post with a call-out post, the other person's going to slow their car down and brake check you. And that's what that other person's going to do. And that's going to make you angry and do something stupid to them. And that's how car accidents happen. And and that's exactly what is happening in the ABDL community is we're in this, this cycle of, of road rage, basically, and, and car accidents. And it's it sucks. I just... I... 
I've, I have so many thoughts and so it's so difficult to articulate, but I just want to lead off and begin with, don't make value judgments mm-hmm. about people. I understand that it's so, so, so easy to see someone's actions and then characterize them based on that action. And you might be asking, well, Sophie, if I can't characterize them based on their actions, how can I characterize them at all? Do you have to? What you're looking for is validation. Mm -hmm. What you're looking for is a reason to be angry. Mm -hmm. You're looking for some characteristic that is going to heighten the logic behind your anger to the point where it is a reasonable amount of anger. And to invalidate, a reason to invalidate what they said about you. If they said something mean about you, you want to say, well, obviously they're stupid. So the things they say don't have weight. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you right now, and I understand this isn't how it feels. I understand that when you're in the moment, this is not the thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. It It is not something that is automatic. I get it. I understand wholeheartedly, but please listen. I am a therapist. This is what I do for a living. And let me tell you right now, you don't need a reason to be angry. You you just don't need one at all. You can you, just be angry. You can just be angry. You don't need to make them a villain in order for you to fight against them and be a hero. You don't need to be a hero. And they don't need to be the villain. And you don't need a reason. Mm-hmm. You can just be upset. And not even for a good reason. Someone could say something, and I say this having seen it happen, like yesterday, when Chloe and Lyra were texting each other, and Lyra said the wrong word, (laughs) and Chloe got so upset about it. Mm -hmm. And like, Lyra didn't even mean that. It wasn't even her intention, and Chloe even knew it wasn't her intention. But she was still upset, and... Then Chloe escalated that as, well, what is the reason for me being upset? Maybe she doesn't like me at all. Maybe she secretly hates me. Maybe she secretly hates (laughs) me and wants me to die. (laughs) And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. That's just her looking for some validation on why her emotion is as intense as it is. But the reason her emotion is as intense as it is is because she has a history of experiences where small things like this can create this big thing mm-hmm. and she's hyper vigilant about making sure everyone's exact feelings line up perfectly with her idea of what they think of her to protect herself. I'm not the t- target of this episode, Sophie. <laughs> Back off. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> that how did you respond to that, Chloe? Badly. you were in that moment. Did you? <laughs> Didn't I? Did you? I think so. How'd you respond? Um, I got upset. Uh, you know, okay. Okay. I got very upset and anxious. And I felt like things bubbling up and getting bad. And then I, I went, I should just talk about it and ask about it. Mm. And then I did that. And I asked Lyra about it. I just... I guess maybe I didn't respond bad. I, no, you didn't. Yeah. Okay, so I felt like I responded badly because I got emotional over nothing. Um, but I, I did, I, my goal was to stop this from spiraling out of control and just directly ask Lyra, what did you mean by this? <laughs> instead of instead of like it turning into this big giant thing in my head, I, I, I 
turned left and, and, and skipped that step and asked her directly. Yeah. Because you can just do that. When someone says something that upsets you and you, you know it isn't what you think and mm-hmm. it's, your brain's running away with it, you can just ask for clarification. You can just talk to somebody. And that doesn't address your sadness, Mm -hmm. but you can still respect your sadness. You can still be upset about it and not feel guilty. Even after she said, oh, it was nothing. I didn't mean anything by it. I still felt like bad for a while. Uh Uh-huh. Like, because uh, fix it. The feelings that you have are just going to magically go away because the reason went away. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. If you're angry that someone ate your chicken parm out of the fridge and you walk up to someone you're like what the hell why did you do this and then they're like oh i didn't i just moved it let me go get it and then they get it and they bring it to you and they're like here you go does your anger just go away no but no. it has no it's aimless no now you now you <laughs> redirect your anger to well why did you move it you know? why did you move it that's this wasn't you weren't supposed to move it that's where i put it because your feelings don't just go away because the reason goes away mm-hmm. so that's why we invent reasons. We, we, we take something that someone said or did and we inflate it to be as big as our feelings. Mm-hmm. So we have justification for our actions. This person says this thing about this thing and then this person said this thing about this person, but that person's my friend and now I'm involved in this and they're a villain and I'm angry too. And I wanna just wrap all of this up into some of the biggest ways that we rationalize, Mm -hmm. the biggest ways that we justify our actions. And they come down to things like, well, it's my responsibility to hold them accountable to their actions. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. And the other one is, oh, well, they deserve this. This Mm -hmm. is for this action, the just response, the, the, the retribution, the retribution that they deserve is this thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, Ensure that they get it. When you get to that point where you are trying to hold someone accountable Mm -hmm. or you're trying to get even, Mm -hmm. this is where we come back to efficacy. Mm -hmm. What is your goal? If If you want to actually hold someone accountable for what they did, what does that mean? What does it mean for someone to be punished for their action? What, what, is, what is fair retribution? And how do you get to be the one that decides what that is? And how effective is it? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's the function of this? Why are, you, why are you doing this? To go back to the car thing and the road rage, I can tell you that tailgating the person that cut you off, it's, it's not effective. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. But why do you do it, Chloe? I do it to satisfy my anger, to punish them for, for cutting me off, to let them know I'm angry at you and I think you're a bad driver. I'm doing it for me. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the times when you're doing this for justice, you're just doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but don't don't act like it's something bigger. You don't have to. You don't have to justify your feelings. If you're angry, you're angry, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wrap it up into some big social issue. It doesn't have to turn into a massive 
discussion about ethics and gaming journals. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it, it's just you're upset. Mm-hmm. And you have a right to be upset, and you have a right to be angry, and you have a right to lash out. But it—it's not a—it's not about accountability or justice. It's not about these things. It's, yeah, it's just not because if it were, if it were sincerely, honestly about justice, if it was about holding someone accountable for their actions, how is what you are doing actually doing that? Tailgating sure isn't. Yeah, Tail, exactly. Tailgating is not a, tailgating a, a successful. Tailgating sure isn't. Making, making a call-out post is tailgating. I, 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 I'm I making sure people know the parallels I'm saying here. The call-out posts, they are tailgating that person. They're not They're not just or or for, like successfully holding someone accountable. You're, you're tailgating them. If, it's not helpful. If, you're, if your efforts are there to rally people to your side. Mm-hmm. If, if what you're doing is there to, to bolster your arguments, you're just looking for validation. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. And the internet is a great place to do that. For sure. Because I don't care what you're arguing, you will find people that support you. Yep. You could argue literally anything. I could go online right now and say, you know what? I think Depends are actually a pretty good diaper brand. <laughs> and you will get somebody. And I will get somebody. some people that go, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. All this Depends hate and blah, blah, blah. That's just propaganda. <laughs> that's shilling for big diaper. <laughs> <laughs> and you will be able to find people that support yeah, you, which is why people do this. Yep. so two kinds of people that are going to be listening to me right now and Mm -hmm. saying no Sophie that's wrong and those people are either people who want to understand what accountability looks like Mm -hmm. and how to dispense social justice in some capacity Mm -hmm. and I'm not giving them an answer to that, and they want to know that answer. Yeah, how do I how do I hold this person who has made me angry accountable? And the other is that I am going against your belief structure, that I am being the person that is disagreeing with you, and you are making assessments, judgments about me and about whatever it is that I'm doing here. There's a secret third group, but I'll circle back to it. Oh, great. And to those people, the, the latter group, we'll yeah. get back to the former. Um, yeah, this is just my opinions, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm a mental health professional, and I'm trying my best, and I like to be positive and uplifting, and I'm, I'm just trying to make this community better in the way that I know how. But you know what? You're just damn right. Who am I to say what's right? I don't have a right to... to to say this this thing that I believe is the correct way and everyone mm-hmm. needs to follow it, you're totally right if you want to disagree with me and keep doing what you're doing. And I'm not going to be upset with you about it. I, I, I don't approve of this. I don't like this. I, it, I it's don't. so frustrating to me to watch us tear each other down. I, I, I just I hate it so much. I hate going on my baby social media websites and just seeing people person after person calling each other out i hate getting text messages at, at like but two, ultimately 2 a.m. about like oh this person did this like, but ultimately can you believe it? i'll tell you right now i have talked to 
a majority of the people doing this. Mm -hmm. I have spoken to them personally about this. Mm -hmm. They all have good reasons, or they think they do. They have good reasons for themselves. They have an idea of what they're doing and why it's right, and they have a whole history of experiences, of trauma, of uh, bad times and good times, of things working out the way they want and things not working out. And they think this is the right answer because they think this is the right answer. Mm -hmm. And I understand that. I, I hate it. I hate, I hate, I hate what they're doing, but I know why. I get it. And I'm not going to cast judgment on you. I'm not going to say you're a shitty person. I'm not going to say uh, yeah. all you people doing this, or th if you feed into this, or if you create your own ideas of this in whatever situations that you're in, in your own communities, and in, in your, your personal lives, or work, or anything, I, I'm not going to cast judgment, and I'm not going to put that value judgment on you. I'm not going to comment on your character. I'm going to say I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Because that's all I have a right to say. I don't like your actions. But I don't know you that well. Maybe I would like you if I talked to you, but I don't like your actions. Hey, I like everyone. And That's true. I think I like most of these people. Yep. Just because. Just just because I get it. Uh, I'm just so... Okay, third group? You're just talking about third group? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, there is a secret third group. If you're listening to this episode... And you're agreeing with everything Sophie and I are saying. And you're like, yeah, call-out posts, the worst. Video, vlogs, the worst. People saying mean things about each other, the worst. You know, I've, I, I, know, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's the worst. No, you don't know who we're talking about. You because really don't. We might be talking about you, person who is listening to this. You, you might think that we're not talking about you. But I, I think that you should take like a solid minute and oh, go, do please. I do any of these things? You might think that this discussion is based on, what, two or three recent events? No. This is based on a hundred different problems that have fallen into this exact thing. I will tell you. Across a hundred different people that most of whom I, I respect and it's, am friends with. This, this has been years building of me coming into this recording room and going, Sophie, do we talk about this most recent drama? And she goes, no, we do not, Chloe. Nope, no, we don't. And I've watched the frustration build as the fighting, it's, it's fighting, builds on our in our community. I've watched her get more and more upset about it. And this is her response of her kindly saying, stop, stop, stop it. Stop doing that. <laughs> I love what you said, Chloe, about just take a minute and think about it. Oh, yeah. Are you doing this? Are you trying to rally people against someone who wronged you? Do you really think that the person that you don't like does all the things we say are bad and then you don't? Like, are you sure you don't? I'm I, sure you do. I tailgate. Like, I, I've done it. I if, if I listen to a thing about bad drivers and how bad some drivers are in this, this certain state and all the bad things they do, I go, oh, yeah, they're so bad. But I really should take a minute and go, but I do some of those things, right? Like, yeah. I do some of those things, and I shouldn't, and I know I shouldn't. I, hey, I have people that I dislike just for the sake of disliking them. It's almost like a guilty pleasure, because I like so many people. Yep. I have a few people that I'm just like, I really don't like that person, because I am choosing 
to prioritize my feelings over whatever reasons they have. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're a bad person or that they're wrong, but I'm choosing that I want to dislike them. And that's just my right, and I can do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to just acknowledge your actions and the things you've done because it's really easy to do that first thing that Sophie but, said that I already <laughs> forgot the name of, of excusing yourself because you think you have all these circumstances and you don't assume that the people you're arguing with online have those same circumstances. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will secretly fall into this third secret group. Hey, honestly, <laughs> the, 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 the Twitter posts aren't even it. It's the I people who, who DM and say, oh my God, this person sucks. <sighs> I know. I'm like, please, I don't give a fuck. It's like, like, I understand I'm the baby sister, but if you come <laughs> to me and you tell me that someone is bad, that is not a judgment value on that person. Here. That is a judgment value on you. Hold on, let me, let me. Here, this is one one license to say fuck on the episode. Oh, thanks, I already used it though. Yeah, it's oh. retroactive. It applies oh, retroactively. Great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually think I said it twice, but. <laughs> okay, that one you're in trouble for. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, but you're right. Uh... So, to the idea of accountability. To the idea of getting even or getting retribution or justice for what you think someone deserves. Yep. How do you do this? I, I actually have an idea. Oh, please. Uh, some thoughts. Okay. Please, Chloe. I know people think accountability and justice are very important and retribution, all that stuff. They're super important. And yes, I agree. In our society where we are fighting for a lot of social rights and demographics that are really important, fighting is important fighting the legal systems and, and the society that we're, we're held within. All super important. But the, the, the baby diaper community is much smaller. It, oh, is yeah. not, the, it is not a thing with a bunch of laws and overarching things to push against. It's just people. So I think I want to say before anything else, before you seek retribution and justice, maybe consider just talking to the person who said the mean thing about you. Going and saying, hey... I didn't really like that. Like, I, why did you do that? And I'll, or, or even saying, hey, that, that hurt my feelings. Can, can we talk about that? I, I think you will be very surprised by people's responses. If you just, instead of punching back, you say, hey, that hurt. Like, I, <laughs> I was rewatching Parks and Rec recently. Mm-hmm. And Leslie had like this negative ad campaign or whatever yeah. against Bobby Newport. I remember that. And Bobby, Bobby Newport, Newport invited her over and then was just like, hey, why'd you do that? That <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Yeah. That 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 sucked. Yeah. And, and she just like fell apart. <laughs> she's like, yeah. <laughs> that did suck. <laughs> hey, people people behind our big swords and shields of the internet screen and the keyboard. We are just people, and if you just tell someone that hurt my feelings, people will be taken aback and take a moment and be like, oh, yeah. Just like the driver thing when someone cuts you off. Mm-hmm. If if someone cut you off, you both stopped at the next stoplight, and they got out of their car, and they came over to you, and they said, hey, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Wouldn't you stop and be like, oh, it's cool. I like suddenly this person is a person. Yeah. Who who knows they did something they 
that upset you they, and they have thoughts and, and feelings to come to you and talk to you about it. I have, I have a great example. I was I'm trying a new a new a new shooter video game nowadays, mm-hmm. and I've, I've literally today just started it. It was my second match, and people were like flaming each other in chat about our loss. And I said, "Hey guys, sorry, it's my second game. If you're mad at anyone, be mad at me. I'm I'm probably not doing great." And they just stopped fighting. <laughs> They're like, "Oh no, it's 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 cool." You're doing great. Keep it up. And everyone stopped fighting because suddenly they remembered that the people across the keyboard are real human beings who are having their own experience. And like, we don't have to get into these cycles of hitting and fighting and and dragging each other down. And the same is true for the baby community. You you could just say, hey, I'm sorry I upset you with this thing. I I didn't mean that. Like, it hurt that you said that. They'll probably say they're sorry too. So that's, I think, the first stop on the train of retribution and payback. The first stop is your chance to get off the train. Also, clarity. The idea of reaching out and talking to someone means you can create clarity. Yep. Nine times out of ten, I see someone say something quote-unquote mean or hurtful. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, they're saying this and this about me. And I'm looking at the thing they said, and I'm looking at them and their reaction. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, they didn't say that at all. They said this totally other thing. Yeah. I, I see the logical leaps that you got to, yeah. they hate me and want me to die. I see I see how you got there, but you need to know that they didn't say that. Yeah. And if you would just talk to them, they would probably say, oh, hey, I actually don't hate you and I don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone on the internet no, is like that. of course not. But you, you literally risk nothing to it's, just check. You could save yourself. I know a lot of these people who are flinging their fists in the baby community right now who should have their hands safely padded up in mittens so they stop doing this. <laughs> but they're flinging their fists, and I know a lot of them. And if they just stopped and talked to each other without flinging an insult for five minutes, it would all go away. They'd be totally amicable. Like, they, they that's the problem with tailgating. The other person never gets the chance to say, hey, I'm sorry. Now you're tailgating them, and now they're mad. And it's just cycles. We just get stuck in stupid cycles. So before any retribution, take the chance on talking to someone like a person. After that. <laughs> After if that. If that does not work. Yeah, because that, that might not work. Like, I think that it's okay to make your feelings known. Mm-hmm. To make your feelings public. Yep. But... I think the biggest thing here comes back to those value judgments. Don't attack their character. Oh my gosh. It's just gonna, one, it makes you seem so, I can't swear again, but so petty. Yep. Like, wow, you're so petty if you are judging who someone is based on these things. Mm -hmm. I, I can't speak for everyone, and I'm sure a lot of people love this drama. I just... It's so, to me, it is so petty. Yep. I can tell you, when, when, when Sophie is, is driving to work and she sees me tailgating someone, she didn't see the person cut me off. She just sees me tailgating someone and she goes, what a jerk. <laughs> I've never watched someone tailgate someone and go, I bet they have a good reason for that. <laughs> like, I... When you make when you make your response post and you're saying all these horrible things about someone, I go, "Wow, you say mean things." 
Yeah. That, that's where I get. And also that means like, I don't want to trust you as much. I don't want to tell you my feelings on things. Yep. I don't want to share my authentic self with you. Meanwhile, if you're, if you just defend yourself, if you're like, hey, this person said this about me, that's not true. And I didn't appreciate it. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't believe the, the things they said about me. Like if you just defend yourself without attacking them, which is totally possible, I'm going to go, you know, I think that they're probably saying the truth about themselves. I think, I think maybe that the other person didn't say nice things about them. When someone upsets you or, you know, creates these emotions in you and you want to get them out, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this justifiable attack. It can just be saying, this is what I heard yeah. and I'm hurt. Yep. It's about you. It's, this is, these are your feelings. And if you want someone to rally beside you, let me tell you right now, this is the way to do it. If, if I, if, if Lyra said something mean about me, I could say, hey, Starling House, Lyra said this mean thing about me. And I didn't appreciate it. And I am upset. I'm going to stay in my room for a while. People will be like, Lyra, what did you say about this person? But if I say, Lyra's a mean jerk who says hor horrible mean things and I'm staying in my room. Everyone's going to be like, whoa, what an overreaction. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're two totally different things of the same events. The second thing that I really, really don't like seeing other than making value judgments of someone yeah. else is feeling the need to defend. Chloe said, you know, oh, it's okay to defend yourself. If you need a lot of evidence to defend your feelings, to me that reads as you don't believe in the things that you're feeling you're just trying to justify them yeah okay so sophie i know what you're talking about and agree with you uh, a very big example of this that i really don't like seeing is people sharing out of context screenshots to back up their arguments on on the the internet guys i it's oh my god <laughs> listen, I, I, I've hit a landmine. Listen, you need to understand that the fight you are having with somebody mm -hmm. is in the present. It is not in the past. If someone said something to you and that upset you, the thing that they said isn't the thing that you are fighting over. It's yep. the fact that it upset you in the present. Yep. People have different realities and I understand the need to create some sort of concrete idea of what the world truly is so you have some defensible points or something like you need to to have something solid and real to say this is the quote-unquote truth it cannot be disputed mm -hmm. but let me let me just weasel right on in there and, and tell you that it, it doesn't matter. The truth is irrelevant. Yeah. It doesn't matter what someone did or what someone said. It doesn't matter anything that's happened in the past and it doesn't matter what might happen in the future. The only thing that matters in that moment is that moment. If you are upset about something, then that is what's important. Yep. And if you're detracting from that moment and using all these examples from the past to to prove your point it's the same when you get in an argument with someone and they say oh well you used to do this or you did this that one time and it's like yeah. but i didn't do that this time i'm mm -hmm. not doing that right now so why why, are you why that is this and i i get needing to use history as um a sanctuary mm -hmm. as a as a 
your list of experiences as the beautiful tapestry that make up your defense mechanisms. I get it, but it's not about that. It's, it's It's just not about the future and it's not about the past because those things are intangible, abstract, subjective subjective is the key word things you i don't care if you have a screenshot of something in this day and age i can prove quote unquote that you can say and do anything yeah that's true we are we are so beyond the idea of using physical evidence in these situations plus screenshots are so unreliable i i could say a silly joke of of me saying something totally out of character of myself and someone could screenshot oh, that man. and post There's it. things that we post in our private house chat yeah. about just like gay people because we're mostly all yeah. gay. So I someone could take that and be like, oh man, Sophie hates gay people. I know. And now you can just take that sound clip that I just said of Sophie hates gay people <laughs> and you can use that. Like it's so easy to manipulate. I just I I I just they're they're not a... As an outsider, yeah, observing, as an outsider. observing what it is that you're trying to say, I need you to, to know I, I don't care about the past. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what was said. I care about what's right now. I don't want to know their life story. I don't want to read chat logs. I want to know how you feel. You're upset? That sucks. I'm going to say that that sucks and I'm going to be there for you because that sucks mm-hmm. that you're upset. And that person upset you. And you know what? You should be mad at them. At best, compiling a bunch of screenshots and getting the receipts, what you're trying to do there is to go after their character, right? You're trying to paint yep. a picture of their character. Because that's, trying... that's what it is. Yeah. That's what the past is. And that's you trying to create not a, a moment that was that was bad for you, yep. a moment that hurt, but you're trying to create a series of moments to prove that this hurt is not something that is present, but something that is consistent. And that is going after someone's character. Yep. And it is it is trying to convince other people that their character is bad and rally them to your cause and all that stuff that's not going to do anything but perpetuate a bad cycle of tailgating and brake checking. It's it's not efficient, it's not effective, it's it's not helpful for you or them. So now let me talk about efficacy. We've finally gotten back to the beginning. You want to know if you honestly, honestly are beyond your emotional response. If you say, wow, that hurt me, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that hurt. What I want to do now is I, I really want to help. I want the situation to get better. Yep. I want to improve this. I want this to not create more badness. What can I do now? And the way to do that is not through rallying people to your side because you no longer need justification. Now you need to figure out what what makes change happen. Yep, and that's really hard. And the first thing that I want to say is that it's not your job. That's true. I understand that some people see a cause and they have to jump on that because it's so near and dear to them. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I will address you in a second. 
but know that you don't have to. There's mm. no nothing that is making you be responsible for this situation. The easiest and most effective. If you want to get the most the most effectiveness points for the least amount of effort, I can tell you the best thing you can do is just not let something bother you and not react or not respond. And that might not be possible. You might not be able to do that. Emotions are hard. But like the, the best thing I can do if someone cuts me off in traffic is just go, that sucked. And never think about it again. I also want to address a counterpoint to that, Mm -hmm. which is it's the people that take up that mantle of responsibility that wind up getting changed on. That's true. I I want to reiterate again and again and again that you don't have to. You simply don't have to. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fight every cause. But do you want to? If you really want to, then you should. And let me tell you how to do that. I think responsibility, taking on a responsibility that is not your own, understanding first that it is not your responsibility and then taking it on anyway, mm-hmm. is a huge demonstration of love. And that's why I'm making this episode. That's true. This drama is not my responsibility, but I'm going to talk about it and give my perspective on this and try to improve my community because ultimately this is an expression of my love for this community. Mm-hmm. This is my goal. I want change i want to be better and i finally am willing to take on an ounce of responsibility for that and that's where i'm at and if you are at that point and you feel like you need to take responsibility okay i am here with you i am supportive of it i would love to see you make an effort to make change and this is how you do it change is not one action It is not, I am now different. I have now chosen to be this other way than this other thing that I Mm -hmm. was doing or was. That isn't change. Change is slow. Change is arduous. And it's exhausting. When we get off this podcast and we publish this podcast tomorrow, people are going to listen to it. And then they're going to go back to what they were doing. And they're going to continue all of this stuff. And I know that. I understand that that is what will happen. Because that's how change works. So what is the point? Why am I doing this knowing what little consequences it's going to have? Well, I don't think it will have no consequences. I think we'll have slow consequence. And that's okay with me. If you're going into some kind of discourse and you want things to be different and you're expecting that to be different by the end of your conversation and for it never to fall back to what it was, you are not going to succeed and you're going to be extremely disappointed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The best way that you can promote change is to identify where in the cycle of change, the the process of change, Mm -hmm. Are you aiming to affect? I'm going to talk for a moment about the trans theoretical model of change. (laughs) And I hope that people look this up. But basically, very simply, it goes like this. People believe that they, there is no change to be had, that they don't want to change, that what they have and what they are doing is correct and right. Yeah. 
The next step, once they come to terms with maybe that isn't true, is okay, so maybe I would change this if I could, but I can't. There's no way of changing this. It's too insurmountable or it's not something that I have proven that I could do, so I can't it's do it. It's just the way that I am. It's just the way that I am. It's just the way that it is. Yep. But eventually that change moves into the next step, which is okay, I believe it's possible. I know that I can change, but I, I really don't know how. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of stuck here wishing I could be different, but I have no means of being different. I think a lot of people get stuck there. I, I agree. The one after that is, okay, I've figured it out. I've come up with the plan, but I have not actioned it. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't figured out when is the right time, the right move for me to action the plan that I have created. This is also where people get stuck a lot, like trying to exercise more or something. It's like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'll do I'm, it next week. Oh, I'll I'm, do it next week. I'm right there with my like yoga and my physical therapy. I am right there. <laughs> and then the next one is action, which is you do it. Yep. And people think that's the end, but it's not. You will relapse. You can try to maintain as best you can, but there will be a relapse where you fail. You will come back to an earlier stage and you'll have to do the process again. Yeah, me and yoga are right there, bouncing back and forth between those two. <laughs> and you, you have to be okay with that. You have to understand that one, <laughs> one good action is still worth it. Yep. The fact that they made the change, did something different once, and then fell back means that maybe they'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It gets a little easier every time. Maybe they'll do it twice next time before falling back. Exactly. And this is the trans-theoretical model of change. Your job, if you sincerely want change to happen, Mm -hmm. is not to push the action stage when people are not at the action stage. When people don't want anything to be different, the most you can do is to be there and show that the way that things are isn't good or right yeah hey what that could look like is like if someone said something mean about you on twitter.com you can say hey that sucks that, i, that I don't hurt i i don't like that i don't like that we're talking to each other like that we don't have to do this and that might make that person take a pause and go what <laughs> the next step if they know they need to do something different but they don't think it's possible yep. the most you can do is Stay there with them and keep trying to show that it can be possible. Mm-hmm. Not that they need to do anything, not that they need to make a plan, but no, it, it, I, I believe in you. I have faith that you can grow and be different. Yep. But the core thing there, I think, that people don't understand is the being there part. Saying, oh, you can be different, and then not being there doesn't mean anything nope doesn't help them be different it's it's about being okay with where they're at and encouraging growth if they don't know they can be different saying hey you can be different that that could be effective but it's like like you can't just if they don't want to be like this if if they're not happy with Uh, it like if they're in the previous stage if they're in the oh well i'm still like nothing's wrong and you say well you can be different if you're working in the next stage then they're going to go, what? I don't need to be different. What's wrong with you? And this is what I mean. Yeah. People act in the wrong stage. Mm-hmm. And that's why 
people think they're helping when they're not helping. Yep. They think they're doing the right thing, encouraging growth, promoting the the next step and, and someone's evolution or, or whatever. And the bottom line after this whole model is you really have no control. You can try, you can be there, you can help. But if you are upset that you're not getting results, that's on you because you don't control that. Yeah. You don't control the results you get. I I know you have, you're, you're a perfect example of this. I know you have spoken to many of the people fighting on, on in the community and some of them are still doing it. I think all of them are still doing it, but hopefully less, right? And if you were sitting there being like, I'm upset that like things haven't changed or, or look at how things are still the same. Like, I think you'd go crazy, right? Yep. It, I can't imagine how exhausting it must be to fight all the time and expect and demand change. Like, I don't think people need to do that to themselves. I think knowing that change is really slow and that like it, it's gradual and it's not going to be all the time. I think everybody needs to know that everyone who's trying to enact change, because again, it's not everyone's it's responsibility. Not, oh man, guys, listen, <laughs> I guarantee 95% of the things that you, you really want to have an influence on just don't, you'll be so much happier. <laughs> I endorse your dedication to the things that mean so much to you that yep. you're willing to put up with this bullshit because because that's what you're doing. You're you're putting you're you're choosing to lose a fight mm -hmm. because it matters to you. That's what you're doing. And that's okay because it does have repercussions. It does create waves. It 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 does evoke change. Yep. But you're going to lose the fight. I think I think a great example I'm going to pull from personally, right? Yeah. It's environmentalism. Mm -hmm. There's two ways to go into environmentalism. There is the, the world's on fire and I need to fight and punch and kick it for every second. And I think the people who go in like that full of vim and vigor and, and swinging their sword are going to wind up miserable and yep. exhausted and quit and burn out. I'm going into environmentalism knowing all I want to do is change a couple things. I want to get a couple balls rolling. I want to make things better at their own pace and try and make change in the ways I can and be okay with the ways I can't. I'm a therapist. <laughs> yeah, right? My job day in and day out is to talk to people that are not going to do anything <laughs> different for at least six months. Yeah. And I just need to be okay with the fact that the ways that they improve and can live their lives in better, healthier ways that they want to live it is going to promote positivity and growth in those around them. And hopefully my impact on the world will be compounding. Mm -hmm. But I don't go to work every day thinking I'm going to make some breakthrough. It's ridiculous. I think it's equally ridiculous to think that the angry Twitter post someone's making about someone else is going to make that breakthrough. Yeah. And that's, I think in summary, the whole point of this episode is that's not how you make change. That's not how things get better. It's, it's, it's not anything. It's not helpful. And it doesn't have to be helpful. It can just be to make you feel better, but it's not helpful. So I'm just gonna wrap up here with Sophie's way of handling hurt. Mm -hmm. Don't make judgments of someone's character. Heck yeah. Secondly, since you're not making assumptions of their character, mm -hmm. 
tell them or anyone in your life about yours. Yep. Tell people how you feel, like how you, how you feel. Yeah. Just your feelings. And you don't have to justify it. Nope. People will rally behind you and respect you and love you because you're hurt and that's what matters, not be, the reason why you're hurt. Be selfish in that moment. Make it about you. Don't bring the other person into that. Like yeah. they don't need to to like be there. They don't need to be part of it. What they said hurt me. You don't have to talk about them anymore. Say, I feel bad because of this and this and this and this trauma and that, blah, blah, blah. Hey, yeah. Tell the story. Yeah. Explain why this thing that someone said actually is a bigger deal than maybe they thought it was yeah. or anyone might think it is. But don't bring them into it. Talk it's about not, you. It's not their thing. It's it's about you. This is, this is your feelings. Yep. Next, decide if... This is something that you want to be your responsibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you taking on this mantle because you're upset and you feel like it's your, your responsibility to do this? Because mm -hmm. it's not. And you don't have to. Decide if tailgating that person is really going to help. Like, is that is that what you want to do for the next however long in your life? Like... Is that is that is that is that what's going to bring you joy after you've already expressed your feelings? Like, do you want to bring them to justice or retribution? Is any of that important to you? Because if it's not, you can just stop right here. You don't have to go any further. If what you're looking for is actual change. Yep. Lastly, find effective change. Mm -hmm. Use the trans theoretical model of change to identify what that change is and understand that you will not achieve the goals that you are looking for maybe ever but certainly instantly it is worth trying if you really want change we're we've talked here for a very long time about it because this episode is worth trying it's worth the hope that one person might not get into a cycle of fighting with someone else because maybe possibly one time they'll this episode will cause a bit of change if not, that's okay too, but this is it's important to try if you really care about it. Lastly, I'm sure there's something I said in all this that you disagree with, listener. That's fair. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I am trying to make this community better in a way that I know how, which is expression of self mm -hmm. and positivity. This is merely to promote that. And if you vehemently disagree with me, then that's okay. Yep. You can do things your way. I'm not going to make it about your character. But I really hope that at the end of all this, someone just took something away from it. You me know? too. I, I was talking before this episode started and um, Chloe's mommy said, like, why are you going to talk about this on your show? Mm -hmm. What's the point? And I said, because I think a vast majority of the people who are creating this drama are only doing so because they, they don't have another way to act. Mm -hmm. They haven't thought of an alternative to the way that they're handling it. 
it either feels too invalidating to swallow their feelings or it they don't have enough support in their life and I want to just provide that support I want to provide a model that someone can say I know this is a model that Sophie would be proud of yep so I don't know (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it does something who knows I'm very hopeful that it does I can say, people listening, I've seen the kinds of change that Sophie's model can promote, and it really, it really does help. It it served me better in my life uh, as I've grown and changed, and we've learned how to handle the world together than tailgating ever has, than arguing with strangers ever has on the internet, or being mean in a video game ever has. And I think, I hope someone in the community takes us away and i hope people in our third secret group who think man i can't believe the usual but laid down the law against this person on the internet it it might not be about that person it might be about you the listener who's secretly in the third group so everybody should take a moment and reflect and think do i do some of these things could i change do i want to change if you don't want to change well that's what stage of change you're at i think the world would be a much more kind and empathetic place if everyone looked at this and thought, "Is am I doing that? Mm-hmm. It, am I am I doing that?" And hey, I'm I'm even doing that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, totally. Sometimes you do, and it's not about being perfect or the best. It's just about being a little better each day. Totally. Is that is that episode? Did, did is that? <laughs> I feel less anxious. Hey, we'll see how anxious I feel tomorrow when I, we post this. <laughs> I'm sure the anxiety will come back, and I imagine you will feel a lot better. I think people are really going to resonate with a lot of what we said. I hope people do, and if they don't, maybe good. Maybe maybe that will uh, help them later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe they'll see someone else doing this and think about this. I don't know. I don't know. You never really see the... Fruits of your labor. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to change. trees that grow from the seeds you sow or whatever. <sighs> All right. But we don't have a bet. No. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, my. Oh. We don't have time at our half hour show for it to um, be a long discussion. So I think we have to shotgun like a very, very fast bet. Favorite ice cream flavor. Whoa, favorite ice cream flavor. See, this feels like a trap. This feels like a trick from the ice cream episode. It is. Okay. I my favorite is banana ice cream, even though I don't think I'm gonna get a lot of wins on that. Mm, that's mine. All right, I'm just repping Michigan here because <gasps> I grew up there. But um, Mackinac Island Fudge is uh, it's not my what? favorite favorite, but it's definitely like yeah. I'll uh, see like Blue Moon as well though. 
And I like oh, Superman. Because Michigan's got oh. Superman ice cream too. Oh, no, I'm going to go with Mackinac Island Fudge. Okay, okay. It's because I think that's that's one that I would eat most often. Blue, Blue Moon's a treat. I Superman, can, Superman's a treat. Sophie, I can tell you, as someone who did not grow up in Michigan, no one is going to know what that is. But they'll Google it and they'll be like, hmm, this is so interesting. It's actually just chocolate and vanilla. So I don't know why Sophie's so into this. <laughs> and then um, they're going to go to Michigan one day and they'll be like, oh, look, I can buy this at the store. And then they'll, even they'll be like, oh, now I see it's so good. You're affecting change even now. Yeah. <laughs> Making the choice. All right. Usual pet. Okay. Usual <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking through this. Um, I It's really hard for me to have serious talks on this show, mm-hmm. but um, my consistent uh, praise for doing so <laughs> is very validating and rewarding for me. So I, I'm, I'm hoping this hits those same marks. Thank you for letting us be real with y'all. Yeah, and uh, just remember, these are just our thoughts. Not they're not, yours. They're not the right ones. Um, they're just, they're just ours. Yep. All right. Where can people vote on the great ice cream debate? Uh, subscribe star dot adult slash Sophie and pudding. Where? Subscribe star dot adult slash Sophie and pudding. Heck yeah. Now you have to say the rest. Oh, <laughs> thanks Mimi for helping our theme song. Thank you Juice for a wonderful cover art. You can find him at subscribe star dot adult slash juice box art. And... Uh, thank you, Kimmy. Thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> I think this half-hour episode might have hit like 35 minutes if she mm-hmm. was on the show with us. Something like that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> thanks for not interrupting. <laughs> okay. BBY-Kimmy.Tumblr.com uh, is where you can find her. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody. That's it. Bye. Bye-bye.